Hey beauties, welcome to the Clean Beauty Podcast. Did you know that unlike most everything else in America, cosmetics are not regulated? This means that corporations can use thousands of potentially harmful ingredients that I personally know can cause health problems. I'm your host, Cassandra McClure. I've been in the beauty business for over 10 years as a celebrity makeup artist that advocates for safer and more sustainable cosmetics. Join me each week for important news, exclusive interviews, and more on the clean beauty revolution. This is part two of a two-part series. Please download the prior episode before continuing this podcast. Enjoy. you know, like, I mean, let's say today I lift up a five kg, like I can feel that it's not pain. It's not a sharp pain, but it's a good pain. It's a building up the muscle kind of pain. So yeah, there's a lot of different with uh, drink smoothie. And of course, like, uh, I mean, in my forties that I can definitely feel this, like in the morning, if I uh, eat those American breakfast um, with hash brown fries and all that, like I will tend to uh, not able to focus and not able to be sharp, not able to uh, think, uh, you know, the whole day, like I will be easily get tired and I want to have a nap, all those things. But um, ever since I drink smoothie every single morning, um, I mean, of course I can have a cheat day like once a week on a Sunday or Saturday, but um, almost every other day I will drink smoothie and it will give me more fresh um, and I can sustain for the whole day even without the coffee. You know, I mean, I don't need so much caffeine uh, in my body to keep me uh, avoiding napping, all those things. (laughs) Wow. So yeah, that's, that was what I was thinking when you said smoothie and like, um, relieving yourself. I'm like, okay, well I just drink coffee and like that works for me every day. And I feel like that gives me that boost. Um, so what is it that's in your smoothies? That's so amazing. Um, I think there's one thing that is also, um, very good is, uh, the chai seed, sorry, chai seed. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing that I put in every single day. So that is like, um, it's a fish oil, but it's 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 in the seed. So it's a lot of omega three, those kind of thing that will um, help. Especially if I have injury, you know, like the muscles can get uh, pain very easily or stiff very easily. Um, definitely, you go to any doctor if they, uh, you know, if you mention about this, they will suggest you fish oil kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So in my smoothie, I didn't put a fish oil because, like, maybe I don't know, like I never tried that, and um, I tried to put hemp seed and also chia seeds, which is a lot of omega three, and it's very easy to digest, and our stomach is very soft and smooth. So, uh, yeah, this probably this will sustain my. Uh, muscle to have a you know like more flexible and more uh, of course I need to mix with yoga as well I do a lot of Bikram yoga so I need a lot of hydration as well so then again that smoothie it will help both to muscle and also to hydrate my body and to make me more flexible I mean I need uh, in my job like I need to travel I need to running around I need to squat I need to do a lot of things and physically so my definitely to uh, maintain my muscle it will definitely very important for me and my career yeah so 
That's great. Yeah. And so for the listeners that don't know, uh, that are listening in places that maybe don't have access to a yoga studio, uh, what what is Bikram Yoga? Okay, so uh, Bikram Yoga is a, a hot um, is a so in 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 the in the room it will be uh, like hundred degree kind of a temperature, and you will need to be inside like about one and a half hours. There is some classes um, available for one hour, but uh, most of classes are for one and a half hours, and you will do uh, repetitions poses every. Uh, every time you go Bikram, there will not any. There will not be any a uh, new pose or surprising pose. But then it will always be a same thing um, that will um, challenge you to achieve the maximum. Let's say in that pose, the maximum it will be your uh, face touching your knee. Um, at first, maybe your face not able to touch your knee. But then every single time you go to the Bikram with every single same poses and in that uh, 100 degree heated room, um, slowly but surely, you will be able to touch your knee. (laughs) So then it will be, um, there's a, so those poses are really good for back pain, for lower back pain and for, um, and a lot of time, lower back pain is caused by the stiffness of your leg um which if you if you do a stretch if you stretch it immediately when it would when your leg is really stiff and it's really uh the muscle is really not flexible and you forced it to stretch it it will be even more injured so it will so bikram will help you to uh first of all the heated room will help your muscle to relax a little bit more and then t- it will make your uh, whatever your pose that you're doing. It will get improved every single time you go Bikram, and uh, so then that's how you improve your flexibility as well. Yeah, Great. yeah. I was uh, working in Seattle. The last time I went back, I went with uh, one of the artists on the team up in Washington, Serena, and she took me. And you definitely don't want to wear makeup to those because you sweat it all off. You're in a really hot room. So I learned that very quickly. But it it was very, for me, I know a lot of people don't really, it's not their cup of tea, but I actually really loved it. It was different and I I did like the heat and I liked being pushed to like a limit because I feel like yoga is one of those things that's like, okay, let's go stretch and like do some crazy poses and like, you know, downward dog, whatever. But I felt like that was my kind of workout where I actually felt like maybe I lost a little, a couple pounds of sweat too. Like it was kind of, it it was very instant gratification type thing. And I like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and it definitely helps if you start as early as possible. Like, don't wait until you get injured like myself. Then it will be even harder. Like, it will take years for recovering and not even fully recover. So the best is just start as early as possible. <laughs> yes, that's so. That's what I tell all my clients when they're so overwhelmed with like all the all of the products that they're using. And I'm like, just start with one thing. When your shampoo's out, go switch it out to clean. So let's talk about the implementation. So when you're when you had this 
breakdown and you're like, oh my God, I have to restructure. I, I'm going on this you know, path of self-discovery. What did you implement first? And when you, let's say the Chinese medicine, like I want to ask you about that. Was it beneficial? Did you see results? Are you still going? Are you getting acupuncture uh, in the Chinese space? Is it herbs? Are you drinking the teas or are you still doing something like that? Or was it just something that you tried and you you found like yoga and and working out to be your kind of thing? Um, yeah, so actually that time, um, the reason I do a lot of things is because like um, all these things, like for example, Chinese medicine, massages, ac- acupuncture, or yoga, all these things is not uh, is not the result that you will be able to see right away in five minutes or in one day it's it's like it's like something that you probably will only be able to see especially after you get injured will maybe you will only be able to see like every uh you know after one year so um the result is really very slow and almost none actually nothing that i can see that that's probably make my uh, it's really like make me very depressed as well like i really need something fast and i'm very impatient with that um but then I will just need to keep doing it. So the only thing that I keep doing at that time is swimming because, you know, I mean, you go to massages, it's not cheap as well. You you go to acupuncture, this kind of thing is like, it's really a huge money for you to go twice a week uh, or, you know, all those things. So uh, there's certain limit that I can go for those kind of things. But uh, swimming, I do every single day. Um, and that helps. But then again, all those things can I can only see after a year, basically, uh, especially after that injury. Um, for the Chinese massage, I can feel right away it feel relaxed. But then again, it's only for like two days. And then after two days, you will feel the pain is back. Um, acupuncture is the same. It's um, probably after that session, I feel better for a while. Uh, but after two, three days, I will feel the pain again and I will feel the need to come back. I mean, all those things are actually good and beneficial, but it's just that I need to go there consistently, like every really like keep coming back, all those things. So there's nothing that I can commit uh, for a year only uh, except for swimming at that time. So how do you manage a commitment to going swimming every day? I mean, I would... I would, I dream of that. So how do you manage that? Is it a, um, like a YMCA or a JCC? Like what, what do you go to a certain, uh, gym like Equinox or how do you, how yeah. do you do that? Uh, well, back in Singapore, we have a public swimming pool that costs only a dollar, um, that I can just go down and go, especially if I go on the weekdays, uh, where people are working. So, uh, it will, have you know like lesser people on that on those days so i will try to avoid on the weekend and um uh there's something about swimming and uh, exercise like a running or or you know those cardio type of uh, exercise there's something that is like quite addictive with these things i mean to start it was really really hard uh the second time start it it was really hard as well until like the probably the fifth times like my body start feeling i need this if not uh, there's something wrong with me kind of thing like it's addiction (laughs) it can become addiction so um same with running actually the first time i start run it was really really hard like dragging my feet 
but um you know that the times i start and um you know like there's something in my mental like okay tomorrow i will like running at this time it's become like a not something that um i have to but it has become a habit that just a drink water you know so it's like uh and i i have the timing i what how long do i want you know like just uh 10 laps or for running it's like um uh for three miles at least every single day you know all those things so i have those uh measurement that i can just go and uh, quickly come back uh without wasting any time to exploring basically yeah okay so you're you you did swim in Singapore. You don't swim now every day. You're just saying that that's yeah. something that you would like to do, but you do other exercises and you find other things like Bikram yoga to to fill in those gaps because you want to stay active and you know that you have to stay active, eat right. You kind of have to do all the things, right? People just want to be healthy by taking this shake or doing this diet or yeah. going, you know, on this certain workout, but it's 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 everything, right? It sounds like there's no secret. It's really about treating yourself right, like you said, self-love. And I think that that is something that in this day and age, it is true. We all want that instant gratification. Like I can, you know, I was just out of sponges yesterday and I was like, Amazon, Alexa, hopefully she doesn't do it right now. She'll, she'll, you know, I just order it and it's like, okay, I didn't even have to go to the store. Everything happens when I want it to. It's so fast. You know, if I want something, I order it. If I, if I need something, if I decide I want a pizza, you know, I get it. But like, we all want a nice body. We all want to feel healthy. We all want to like, none of us want to feel depressed. And I feel like, um, that's part of how we sort of connected. I felt like I was in a very depressed mode and I actually, for me, it was really about, um, staying organized. I felt like I had a million things to do. And I still say that sometimes and I have to stop myself because it's not, yes, you have a lot of things to do, but you have to break them down and you have to time block and you have to do one thing at a time to get somewhere. Because if you just think about all the things you have to do all the time, like nothing ever gets done or you'll start. And I used to be a scatterbrain. I used to think like, I was good at like multitasking and it's like, well, that's not actually proven to be beneficial. Like if you don't sit down and do each thing step by step and now I'm addicted to crossing things off lists, right? So I, it's, it's very similar. It's like, yes, there's, there's, there's so many great things out there, but it's not a one size fits all and there's not one thing that fits it all, fixes everything. And it's really important to understand, like Brittany, who will be on the show later, she's an amazing, you know, she's in Chinese medicine and she's so, so amazing. And she, she, you know, I've done the acupuncture with her, you know, and I've gone to my chiropractor and I've done all of the things, but you're right. It's a very small, uh, fix of a little time window that you get of like one or two or three days, you know, with massage or anything. It's kind of like a facial, like, yeah, your face is glowing the first day, but as soon as you go put crap back on it, it's going to not be so glowy anymore. And so I think that, um, for all the listeners out there who, you know, struggle with one or all of these issues, it's really about implementing things into your life long-term and not giving up on your body or your weight or your health or any of those things and changing things as you can gradually as you're comfortable. Um, but also pushing your limits sometimes too, to get out of that comfort zone because we never, we never have gotten anywhere, you know, being comfortable. It's kind of always about pushing ourselves. So as entrepreneurs, um, I, 
I think that we we have that extra drive to kind of like make it happen because if if it, if there's no us, there's no business, right? So we have to make sure we're healthy. We have to make sure that we are staying organized. We have to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves to a certain extent, or else it an injury will happen, or depression, or a bad uh, you know series of events, right? So. That's awesome. I love all of this. So when it comes to your headaches and back pain, just to touch on that real quick, was there certain, was there something that was causing the headache or was it just like unhealthy eating like altogether? Or was it just the exhaustion of like all of the uh, work you were doing and like not taking any time to like relax? Because I feel like that's a huge part of it too, is like sitting down or turning your phone off and like spending three hours by yourself and like doing a meditation or something like that? Yeah, um, I think it will, I, I'm gonna say it's a combination of all things, but mainly is because of, uh, I think I I was really getting really stressed because of my uh, body and my pain in my body. Uh, regarding the job that I do, even though it's like behind a laptop or behind a computer, it's uh, it's something that I love to do actually. So um, if not because of my body alerting me that to wake up and walk, you know, I mean, you have to stretch and all that. I will just keep sitting down for many hours um forget about day and night because how i love doing that yeah yeah yeah. so that probably the headache is because like i'm i become really stressful at that time it's it's because the pain has become not only come at one time but it's just consistently especially at the night time and at, at that time like i was really um stress because like is it really only uh normal pain or is it like uh, do i have something serious you know like so i go and check up and book my body checkup and everything so i have, I have a lot of things that i think i must say is like getting really impatient with my pain to be over soon probably that's how my headache come in um at the time and uh, also yeah uh, the past on unhealthy eating and uh, uh, the, the way I sit, the posture and everything probably will add up everything into the headache as well and into my back pain. And I think um, I heard from somebody like actually for you to, for your body to move, I mean, you need to move your body like at least uh, the, the, bad, the better way is 150 minutes for one week. So I think... Um, so then I, I, starting from there, I set my alarm, you know, every single minutes to, uh, you know, maybe the stretch or, or walk around a little bit, all those things to, or if, if I cannot jog for one hour, at least I um, do some breathing probably with, uh, with yoga posture and everything. Um, yeah, which is true, like what you said. I mean, if this kind of thing, like, like Chinese medicine, I mean, it is uh, something that's need to be consistent, but but once you're not give up, actually the effect is really long last. Um, whatever stretch that you have done in the yoga or whatever uh, exercise that you have done, um, you may not see it now, but then uh, one year later or two years later, especially you get older. I mean, you can compare yourself with your friends on your age. Eh? How come, you know, like you're more um, active, you know, like as in you different, you know, like other people like getting a uh, big belly <laughs> or, or, you know, or, or those like that is hard to, uh, that's harder compared to you who actively uh, been exercising or been yoga for the past 
few years. It's it's the the effects are or even massage is also one thing that as you get older, like you know, like the muscles is get, getting more and more stiffer. And but if you have a consistent massage uh, habit. Um, you will see years later, I mean, especially you get older, it's like uh, you get more, um, your muscle more relaxed, um, all those kind of things. And uh, yeah, I mean, um, and what you said is true, is not giving up is one of the things that is really important, especially, I mean, back in Singapore, I know I live in a tropical um, weather where there's no uh, cold weather like here. So I can swim almost every single day. It's not a problem. But how if I traveling or how if I move to the States uh, where the weather is not enable me to swim again every day but then if you have this um, 150 minutes for a week uh, to discipline yourself to move at least you can always do all sorts kind of things that you can find even though it's the in the midst of traveling like you are not in the uh, gym membership or yoga membership in another country but you can uh, always do um, yoga poses with your abs uh, you can also do uh, running almost in every single season. You just need uh, you just need to wear the correct uh, um, uh, t-shirt, running uh, pants on, uh, and and shoes, and that's it. You can keep uh, yourself uh, active, basically. And and as as long as I uh, do that often, you know, like nowadays, like the headache has become lesser. Of course, like I think. Um, I must say headache is really um, connected more to my inside uh, health more than the outside, <laughs> you know, like the, if I stress, uh, so then it will link to my headache uh, more than the outside, you know, like the physical, like the lower back pain and everything. So, yeah, so probably that's that's about it. Yeah, I um, when you when you were talking about stopping and setting a timer, uh it was a trigger for me. I'm not, I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, like I set them to stretch on my phone, you know, like it automatically has, it says time to breathe. Right. And I actually have, um, an app on my phone now called headspace and it is a, um, meditation app. And I was always growing up thinking, Oh, meditation is like some weird thing. And I, I can never meditate. I tried it once and I was like, but it, it's actually, um, a really great app. It's like, stop, breathe, like, let's just let things go. And it's something that you, you don't really think about. You don't think about like your brain stopping and it just like going through a five minute or three minute exercise. Like it really does clear your headspace. And so something like that, I feel like, you know, tech can get so in the way, you know, our for phones and technology, yeah, it can be so distracting. But at the same time, if we utilize certain apps on there, like you use one for uh, working out or to remind you, you know, you set your alarm. Uh, I've been to a couple different conferences where they had us set an alarm to uh, tell ourselves, you know, gratifying things, whatever we needed to hear. Uh, certain things like, oh, um, yeah, it's just like, there are certain things that we all need to do to kind of reset and remind ourselves and even with goals as well, like setting a goal and reminding yourself once a day, like I'm going to make X amount next week or next year. And, you know, it'll remind you to stay on the path of what your goal is. Um, 
but I love that. And I've also, I've always had guilt for working out. You set time to like actually stop, but I'll go and I'll work into the night, like you were saying. And I'll be like, oh, didn't get to go outside today, but I'm doing myself a disservice at the end of the day. You really aren't winning just because you're working that hard. You're losing in the long run because you're not taking that time. And it's something that I still struggle with. And I'm sure you can speak to that as, as well. Like sometimes we feel like we have to do it all and we're, we're on a roll and we don't want to stop and we want to keep going. But I feel like as entrepreneurs, like that, you know, it's like a great strength, but also a great weakness because if we keep going and we don't stop, like we can just, we can burn ourselves out. We can run ourselves dry and it can give us, you know, long-term health, uh, problem. And it's, it's just, and that's what really leads to depression at the end of the day. I think headaches are like, it's our bodies telling us something, you know, it's like we're, we're being too hard on ourselves, whether it's on our bodies sitting for long periods of time in a certain position. I totally agree. I, I also struggle with my posture. Like I have to remind myself or I sit with a mirror to my right now at my desk. Like I have it there. I have it here right now. And if I happen to look over at myself and I see myself slouching, you know, I'll have to stretch. I'll, you know, pull my muscles. I'll like pull my arms and, it's just, it's something that you, as an entrepreneur, it's like, that's just how it is. And you kind of have to push yourself, but it's great to have a team. It's great to have an acupuncturist that you go to. It's great to get out of the house and like, go see a personal trainer or go to the gym or go to your local, um, you know, community center and do things or go with a workout buddy. I find that when I like partner up with somebody, it's like, amazing. Like I'm like, Oh, let's go running tomorrow at 12. It's like, I'm not going to bail on them. So you kind of have like a structure set in place where you're, it's like, you're not going to cancel on your friend's lunch. It's like getting out of the house. So that's why co-working is so great in our environment as well. Like co-working or going out, getting a drink, um, going over some work stuff, like, and setting a date and a time is way better than like, Oh yeah, I'll work out tomorrow. And then you never, ever, 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 ever do it. (laughs) Um, so I love that. I love all everything that you went over. I love how we spoke about mental health, physical health, um, what you've done in your uh, journey to self-discovery. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I know that you have uh, your Dreampreneurs Instagram, Dreampreneurs Chat, um, and you have your podcast but I know you were talking about an, a film production. What uh, upcoming things do you have coming up? Do you have anything uh, notable worth mentioning? Um, right now, actually, like uh, the one thing that I focus on is uh, Dream Brunch Chat uh, podcast. So it's available to be heard in iTunes and all major other podcast platform and also in the YouTube. Um, hoping that I could make a documentary feature film from here where I can collect a story from different kind of uh, entrepreneurs because as entrepreneur myself and as a woman myself, I know the struggle of, of how... Uh, all women to be excel in their dreams, you know, like chasing their dreams and taking the risk and all those are not easy. But then when we heard each other's story and when we allow ourselves to tell stories and we, so that we also give other permission to tell theirs as well. And that's, I, I believe our stories will encourage each other and also heal each other. So that's probably one of the major project right now. And the upcoming, uh, there's uh, one t- uh, film 
that I have in mind right now, but uh, still in the midst of a process of writing and so not uh, into the production yet. But I will keep you in touch. If there is anything happen, just uh, follow my Instagram at Lydia Islanto for upcoming project. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys can uh, come and cheer me on and su- uh, support me as well. <laughs> That's great. Um, so, so through the podcast, you plan on creating a docu series, documentary. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Um, well, for all the listeners who want to hear my uh, talk with uh, Lydia on her Dreampreneurs chat, you can find that on YouTube. I don't know what episode it was. It was an early, early episode. Um, episode three, it, yes, I think. Oh, it was number three? Yeah. <laughs> um, but she came to my home, uh, my home business. Like I have like a little studio in my home in Palo Alto. And she came in and filmed in front of my my vanity, my big like makeup station. And we had an interview there in like super amazing quality video, like HD video. It looks like a real movie set. It was amazing. She like set up all these lights and cameras and, 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 um, recorders, video cameras, and we had mics and it was amazing. Uh, it was one of the biggest interviews I've had in a long time. And Obagail, my little puppy made an appearance well and we did some amazing videography and now my piece is the intro into all the dreampreneurs uh chat uh yeah it's it's like the intro like the video part is like the intro i'm in i'm in that and so i i thought that was really really cool she captured me working at my desk and just like uh we just chatted about all things life and and business so it was really really great so again, Lydia, for coming on. I'm so glad we got to dive into your life and get a, and get to know about you a little bit. You do so much interviewing with everyone else. It's nice to actually talk to the host, a host of another podcast. Uh, <laughs> and you're, you're usually behind the camera and behind the lens. You're always kind of working in the back of things. And that's what I I feel for you because that's, you know, that was my job for so many years and it still is, you know, we kind of blend into the wallpaper while everyone else, you know, is the star of the show. So it's nice to kind of do something for ourselves, right? So this is a nice way to do that. So thank you. In and um, we'll be on the lookout for your things. And I'll definitely link Dreampreneur's chat in the show notes and anything else that we might have missed. And- All right. So that's it for this week's episode on the Clean Beauty Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget to head over to iTunes to review, rate, and subscribe to the channel. Until next week, stay beautiful. <laughs>